are here once again in 2022. Welcome to Teddy Diaries. Uh, sorry that we didn't record a regular unhelpful advice this week. Uh, like I said last week, I was going to Nashville and I would be gone till Sunday evening, and we usually record an episode Sunday morning. And we decided to come back due to the epic snow that we received uh, just so that we wouldn't have to drive in it. Um, Sorry if you hear all those birds. Uh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, we came back Saturday, actually, because it was supposed to snow uh, come Sunday morning. Well, when I woke up, snow wasn't there so I was like great you know maybe I could you know go over to Steve's and we record a you know an episode but then it started snowing and it would not stop either so we're snowed in um my work even called off uh but come tomorrow when I'm recording this I would have to go in and the driveway is nothing but ice so, um, wish me luck. This might be the last time you ever hear from Teddy. Anyway, <coughs> how are you guys doing? I'm doing pretty great, actually. Um, other than the fact that I'm snowed in and I can't go anywhere. But, uh, I want to talk to you about my Nashville trip because it was pretty epic. Uh, so we left Thursday morning. Uh, it was last second, because, see, I drive a Ford Fiesta. Um, <laughs> I drive a Ford Fiesta, and the plan was to to use the Ford Fiesta to go to Nashville because of gas. Uh, thanks, Joe Biden. But uh, we decided last second to take Erica's truck, just because, you know, if we get caught up in the snow. And... She had to get her oil changed that morning, so we were kind of, you know, rushing things just to get on the road, but it worked out, and um, we made our way to Nashville. Usually, um, I hear that it's like an eight-hour, nine-hour drive to get to Nashville from here, but uh, Waze told me differently. At first, I was like, oh my God, it's going to be an eight, nine-hour drive. That's going to be miserable, but... The Waze app gave me and Erica a five, five and a half hour drive, and it was completely easy to get there. Hardly any traffic up until, you know, you actually get into the city. But uh, it was an easy drive. You know, we listened to a few podcasts, of course. We listened to all genres of music, um, especially country, because, you know, we were, we're on our way to Nashville. You got to listen to country. I mean, the good country, you know what I'm saying. But um, we made our way in, and we got to the we got to the uh, hotel, and we were like two hours early. So we decided, why don't we, you know, grab something to eat, and then we'll come back and see if they can check us in a little bit earlier. So. On the list of places that uh, 
we wanted to go to, one in particular where Hattie was Hattie B's Hot Chicken. And I looked at the reviews, you know, it was like f- five stars all around, great food. Um, we got in there, it was pretty lit, because, you know, it, it's got uh, their own aesthetic to everything. They had a cool soundtrack going. Uh, so we sat down, and I got a, I think I got a medium uh, hot chicken sandwich with the best mac and cheese I probably have ever eaten in my entire life. Um, and Erica got, I think she got like chicken tenders, maybe something like that. But, oh, it was, it was delicious. I will say that. But, um, my brother warned me before we ate at Hattie B's. He warned me that if I chose to eat there, that it would fuck me up. And it sure did. We'll get to that in a second. So after Hattie B's, um, we made our way back to the hotel, which is just like a block away, conveniently. And they were able to, you know, check us in. And of course, they throw me this $150 extra fee just for uh, the hotel, uh, I guess, accessories or whatever that comes with a valet, uh, food, um, whatever. So I'm like, oh, great. $1,000. Great. So um, I was a little pissed off about that, but. Uh, we managed to figure all that out, and uh, we were in the lobby, and we're like, wow, it's so trippy. I mean, I showed last episode, I showed you uh, pictures of the the hotel and how flamboyant it really is. And if you haven't watched the, the Nashville video on YouTube, I'll have it in the link, or have it in the description of this episode so you guys can you know check out the hotel, because it is very, very trippy. And it was it was it was a lot of fun uh, hanging out there because we've we've never been in a place like that. I sure haven't. I mean, Erica has been all over the world. I mean, she used to live in Alaska. I mean, Alaska is like not even America. It seems this is so far away. That's not America. That's a different world. She lived with like aliens or something in the snow. But uh. Yeah, it was really trippy. We got into our room, and everything was so detailed with with very uh, colorful uh, colorful stuff. Very flamboyant. That I mean, that's that's the perfect word to describe the Graduate Hotel. Is very flamboyant. <clears throat> well, we got in, we unpacked, we took a shower, we hung out, we rested for a little bit, and then. Um, uh, where did we go after that? Oh, I think we just went, we went walking to a, like a thrift shop in a way. It was like an indie thrift shop. I got two shirts. Uh, I picked out like five stuff and I ended up picking two shirts. Erica did the exact same thing, which was weird and funny, but, uh, managed to get a Johnny Cash shirt, of course, you know, Tennessee. Country music. Um, 
what else? We got another black shirt because black's my favorite color. And we met, and after that, we we walked back, and um, we started uh, just chilling on the bed, and then I had these you know deadly farts from Hattie B's, and one of them was more than a fart. I shit my pants, literally. I shit my pants, guys. My, uh... My brother wasn't lying. No. Before shitting my pants, I threw up about three times. Because I felt so sick to my stomach. We were waiting on, uh... Five guys. Yeah, it was five guys. We were waiting on... A uh, Uber Eats or uh, DoorDash. Or I can't even remember what it was. I think it was Uber Eats. But we were waiting on five guys. And I'm just like, Erica, oh, I, can't, I don't feel good. I feel like throwing up. We had our five guys. And usually I devour five guys because it's my favorite burger. But um, it was laying on the coffee table. Or the nightstand. And I made myself throw up through three times and I came back to lay on bed and then I was like okay here's another fart nope splattered in my underwear and I'm like oh no I just shit myself and Erica you know she starts laughing laughing at me humiliating me just kidding um I run to the bathroom and just drop massive massive loads watery like it was like I was peeing pretty much like if you were outside of the bathroom you would think that I would be peeing really hard but no that was uh that was poop that was diarrhea and <laughs> I haven't done that I mean I haven't been that sick in a while and at first I was like, oh, maybe it's uh, COVID. Maybe it's the flu. No, it was Hattie B's. It was Hattie B's hot chicken. My brother told me this would happen. He was right. He's a professional chef. He knows this shit. No pun intended. Or intended. But yeah, I shit myself, man. And it was getting late. It was getting late, and Eric was falling asleep, and I had to go back and forth to the bathroom. And the room right above our, our bed post is a painting of Dolly Parton, and above the painting is a light, and I'm trying to turn off the light, and every time I stood up, it felt like all of Hattie B's just starts going down to my ass, and I have to go again. Man, it was rough. It was a rough first night. But you know, like the like the champ I am, I pulled through. And the next day, we got ready. My stomach was still feeling, you know, like hell. But uh, we went downstairs, got the free coffee, and then made our way to a, a Nashville breakfast joint. Um... 
It was called Soda Something. But, uh, it was like a, like a 50s diner, which is like my favorite thing, because I love 50s aesthetic, and the, the waitress was super nice, the food was super great, the cheese grits, has anybody had cheese grits? <clears throat> so fucking good. But, uh, after that, um, I definitely told Erica, I'm like, yeah, we need to go to Dollar General, because there was a, there was a lit Dollar General right at the graduate hotel. It was a very modern Dollar General. Never seen something like that before to get some uh, Pepnobismol because um, I definitely needed that. And went to Dollar General, got a swig of that to help my stomach because we wanted to check out Broadway. The strip of like all the bars, the the stores, the shops, the restaurants, whatever. And after we would go to Zany's Comedy Club to see Big J Okerson. So we managed to find a parking spot on the Broadway strip. And the amount, dude, the amount of people there, you know, despite COVID, was insane. I mean, it was insane, uh, the amount of people that was just visiting at the time that we went, because, you know, early January, not much, you know, mid-January pretty much, not much uh, going on, but people were, people were, they were living life like they should, you know, and saw a lot of homeless people. Now, I haven't been to a lot of cities but um, the older I get, you know, the more I'm, I'm going because, you know, I get, I get paid some uh, of my job. But, um, yeah, there was a lot of homeless people, and I've, I've never experienced that much before. Uh, I went to Washington, D.C. when I was a kid, and I might have told this story before on the show, but I'm not completely sure, but... It was a 7th grade uh, Washington, D.C. trip or whatever. And we were in line to go to this, uh, I don't know if it was like a museum or a restaurant. But there was a homeless guy that, you know, walked up to me. And he was like, did you get like your uh, wisdom teeth taken out? And at the time, I did. But the swelling wasn't so bad to where... People would be like, oh, he got his wisdom teeth taken out, right? But he was spot on, and he wanted to spark up a conversation. And he looked very rough, and he looked very sketchy. And my my teacher at the time, Mr. Farmer, uh, you know, shout out to him, one of the best teachers I've ever had. He was like, leave him alone. Leave him alone. And still to this day, I'm like, don't. <laughs> don't talk to homeless people, pretty much. Because you, you don't know. You don't know what they're trying to do, to be honest. Um, yeah, in the video, there was one homeless person that had a sign up, and it said, Smile if you masturbate. And he spelled masturbate wrong. B-A-I-T. That made me smile. <laughs> So he did the job. 
he did the job. And then there was like other homeless people that had signs that had like very, very small handwriting and it covered the whole, uh, cardboard box or, uh, cut out cardboard, uh, paper. And you couldn't see what they wrote down. Uh, so, uh, being homeless one-on-one, make your fonts larger, larger. Um, it's fucked up. <laughs> but, uh, let's see. Where I went to J- Johnny Cash Museum, which was pretty awesome. Uh, got to see a bunch of his, uh, belongings. I'm surprised at the amount of belongings that, that uh, that museum had. Um, man, he wore, he wore some dope shit back in the day. Man in Black this is what they called him, Man in Black. I aspire to be that. Ted in Black. Ted Black. But we went there. We uh, we went to the Kid Rock Kick-Ass Honky Tonk. I think that's what it's called. But there was a, you know, lesbian performing Metallica, Led Zeppelin, and a screamo voice. I don't really know how I felt about that. I mean, she was really loud. The whole place was loud. The whole place was packed with people. Uh, but we got we got some finger food there. And then... Oh, well, before that, I think we went... Yeah, before that, we went to the Alan Jackson bar because my dad's a massive fan of Alan Jackson, so I wanted to check that place out and send him some photos of it. I got him a koozie. Uh, but then we went to the Kid Rock place, and then, uh, after we ate, we just started walking around to explore more, and we went in a few shops. There's a shop that Erica really liked that, uh, uh, that makes soap and a bunch of, uh, body wash, stuff like that, which was really cool. It smelled, uh, strange, but it was pretty neat. And then, what else did we do? Oh, we went to the mall to try and find something for Olivia because we told her we would bring her back something since she didn't come along. She went with my mom and my stepdad to go see my brother in Charlotte. Side note. And they stayed at my brother's uh, hotel where my brother works. He works at, uh, if you haven't heard the the, the episode that he's uh, on, on Unhelpful Advice, he talks about his restaurant. Um, It's in a hotel, five-star hotel. And... It's called, I think the restaurant's called Red Salt. Maybe the hotel's called the Red Salt. But she went there and she had a blast. And my mom bought her like an American doll. If you guys don't know what that is, apparently it's like a massive, big deal, expensive toy. And my mom just spoils her. But that's what moms do. And, well, some moms. Some moms can be, you know, pieces of shit. But, uh... We went to the mall to get uh, Build-A-Bear because that's one of her favorite things. And we ended up getting a Sally doll from Nightmare Before Christmas. And <laughs> it was so funny because the worker that like uh, that like pumps the the cotton into the into the uh, the teddy bears or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Erica got this heart thing, and you can record your voice, and when you click it, it says whatever she said, and she wanted to put it in the Sally doll, and the worker played it, and she was like, oh, you didn't get the Sally song that uh, 
that's from the movie? And Erica's like, no, um, uh, I can't remember what she said. No, we just, uh, I didn't think that she, Olivia would, you know, want that song or whatever. But anyways, <laughs> the look of disappointment of the worker, when she said that, she was like, oh, okay, really? But um, and then the worker made Erica uh, press the pedal to pump the, the cotton in the doll, and that pissed Erica off so much. She was like, do your fucking job, man. But, um, yeah, she made that Sally really fat. She made that doll really, really fucking fat. Too fat. But after that, we were like, Jesus Christ, this has been a long day. We still got the Zany's Comedy Club. And Zany's Comedy Club was probably the highlight of the trip because we cut it we cut it short. We were going to stay another day after after that night, but um, Zany's was pretty awesome, I will say, because um, I love the the comedy culture. I love all the comedians. You know, I listen to them. The, my genre of comedians. You know, of course, Rogan, uh, Theo Vaughn, D'Elia, Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura, all of them. Joey Diaz, that's like my generation of comics that uh, me and my friends and family watch. Uh, And it was pretty cool because when we got to Zany's, they had paintings of all the the famous comedians that's been there. And uh, I took photos uh, of me standing beside the paintings or whatever, beside Theo, beside Rogan. And we got into the, the club, and it was all, it was really cool because they had pictures of all the comedians on the walls that's that's been there. Uh, and they, they have, like, little notes of talking about the club and how their experience were there. And... Uh, so I'm I'm trying not to drink, right? So we got the menu when we were sat at our table. And we got the best seats in the house. We weren't in front of the stage uh, to where the comedians will come at us, you know, because they'll start talking shit. If, you get, if you're real close to the stage, if they do crowd work, we were, like, behind that group of people so that we uh, we wouldn't be able to be the, uh, the ones getting shit on. But... Back to the menu, we were looking at drinks, and I was like, you know what, maybe I'll just get, maybe I'll just get an alcohol beverage just for you know special occasion. And I got a strawberry lemonade, but it was a mocktail. A mocktail as in a fake cocktail. And Erica got a kick out of that. That's just me not realizing stuff. But we got food, we got mozzarella sticks, and then the show began. With the female opener, she did okay, but then the second guy, um, that's I guess on tour with Big J, maybe I'm not sure, but he was super, he was super dope. He was really funny. He reminded me a lot of Theo, um, but he was he was a real Southern guy, so he was he was kind of what like relatable with the things he was talking about. But then Big J came on, <clears throat> and he didn't have a set. What amazes me with comedians like like that 
who don't need a set, who could just come on stage and just riff off the crowd, that's a, that's a skill. That is a fucking skill. To just sit there and just riff off a lesbian what he did the whole entire night. <laughs> and there was this one guy, so Big J apparently is from, from New York, and a guy just raises his hand. He's like, question, question. And he's like, what? What do you want? And the guy's like, be more like New York. That's all he said. He was like, be like New York. And Big J's like, what are you talking about? He's like, be like New York. You know, be New York. And Big J's like, nobody in this entire club knows what you're what you mean <laughs> it was just like I guess he started I don't know if you could consider him a heckler but uh then Big J just started riffing off of that and then there was another one where a guy in the back was like we got a birthday we have a birthday and Big J's like oh cool how old are you they wouldn't say and he was like why why shout that out so Big J pretty much you know told a story on how humiliated he got one time and then he made it a full circle to back to the the birthday uh comment and he's like if i could sit here and tell you this most embarrassing humiliating story in my life but you won't tell me your age what the fuck i mean it was it was spectacular but um that that was definitely the highlight of the trip, and we we left the next day, and um, we went to Dunkin' and Donuts, and there was meth head workers there, but all in all, Nashville was awesome. It was one of my favorite cities to go to now, and the drive's not too bad. Um, the drivers there suck. I will say that. The drivers in Tennessee can't drive worth a shit. So unfriendly. Trying to merge and they just speed up. They just stay in their lane. You got nowhere to go, Teddy. You're gonna wreck. But yeah, Nashville is great. And um, now we're back here. Snowed in. Snowed in and just riffing off of nothing. But I just thought I would come on here and uh, tell you my Nashville trip in depth. Uh, I shit my pants. That's the other highlight. Shit my pants. And I threw my underwear away in the hotel room. So I'm sorry to the maid, whoever cleans that room, because you will smell it. And you might throw up. But, um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. I'm going to head out, uh, go downstairs and play with the little kid. It's getting close to dinner time, so I'm going to prep that because, you know, I'm a, I'm a house chef. How, house chef Ted. But, um, make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube share it uh if somebody hasn't you know listened to this podcast and might be interested in it 
tell them. Tell them to subscribe. Tell them to watch a few episodes. Tell them to listen. Um, we got big plans for you know new stuff, new exciting stuff, visually, uh, in particular. But um, like and subscribe on YouTube. Five star the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That will help us go up in the charts, get us more noticed, and get us more lo- uh, listeners. That's all we need. That's all we need from you guys is just y'all's support. And um, we'll, we'll keep hammering out episodes um, and additional content. Like the like the vlog I just posted uh, this week. But um, thank you guys. And the advice here is... Um, what is the advice? Don't shit your pants, of course. Definitely go to Hattie B's. I mean, it's worth shitting your pants. <laughs> it's definitely worth shitting your pants. It's super good. Try that mac and cheese by God. By God. That was some good shit. What is the advice? Jesus Christ. Come on, Ted. I guess if you're if you're driving in Tennessee, be selfish. Because everybody else driving in Tennessee is selfish. That's it. Thank you, guys. And uh, see you next time. I go to bed early And I hope when I wake in the morning I'm someone different And I wake up and do the same things I did the day before I'm losing it. Oh, God, please don't. Don't let me be this way. I can't breathe. I can't. I can't communicate. I find every way to start. I can't